And that is your past, present, future advice reading. I don't like this call out post and I'm suing you. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, theologisters, sisters, and misters. Welcome to the coven. All right, so we're going to be flipping the script a little bit today. I thought it would be cool that I read your tarot. I've actually been reading the script upside down. This whole time. If I turn it right side (laughs) up, what does that tell you about my tarot? Uh, so for uh, a little bit of background, uh, for my birthday, uh, my boyfriend bought me a tarot deck just because I've been so interested, as you guys know, in everything to do with tarot and divination. And he picked out a deck for me and I've been bonding with it, whatever the fuck that means ever since. (laughs) (laughs) I've already done a lot of pretty cool readings, but I've kept a lot of this like secret from you i didn't want to share anything with you arthur just because like i wanted you to come into this basically blind but i'm already blind blind er fuck stop handicapping me (laughs) (laughs) mom i was crippling me again (laughs) as you're like beating me with a baseball bat just (laughs) mom i was crippling me again (laughs) all right So let's get into your tarot. So this deck um, is called the Cosmic Slumber Tarot deck. It has a lot to do, like a lot of the meanings of the cards have a lot to do with dreams, relating like the normal meaning of the tarot cards into like more of this, like how it relates to dreams. It's like the the whole deck just feels very soft. It has a lot of soft energy. And one really cool thing about this deck that at first I was a little turned off by, but I've grown to really appreciate it. There's no reversed meanings. You are not supposed Hmm. to deal any cards reversed. In the booklet with all of the meanings, there's not a single reversed meaning. That's interesting. And, you know, not to say that there aren't cards that are, you know, obviously a little bit more, um, I don't want to say negative, but obviously ones that aren't like the most positive meanings. There's nothing actually like you're bad and you're doing this wrong. Like there's (laughs) nothing like that. It's so gentle well reverse meanings aren't always like that either like they can be positive but i sometimes beg for a reverse meaning but like here so the tower everybody fears the tower do you have your booklet i want you to read what the tower means in yours real quick Okay, so upright it says the tower rises above the world a beacon of great upheaval and crumbling structure it may be painful but the tower offers a bomb Things will be better when the dust settles. Uh, And then reversed, it says the tower is a portent of destruction. Ignoring its message is never wise. You may be delaying an inevitable disaster. Take heed, the tower has a way of crumbling regardless. Now, that meaning, right, is extremely foreboding, as the tower usually is. Um, especially the reversed meaning. And I would say that's not the warmest message, right? Mm-hmm. So let me read to you the tower here. And I will also say all of the major arcana have like one to two short paragraphs. Oh. So the tower, 
There is no sugarcoating the message that the tower is a sign of calamity, one that may feel quite personal as the structure has been built by yourself. Every effort you put forth has added a brick. Every concept you considered true and firm cemented the seemingly unmovable structure. But now the work you've done comes crashing down by cosmic forces. This may seem like a moment to give in, to let the destruction own you, but you cannot be reborn unless first you come back to the ground. The foundation of the tower will remain, and it is on the same spot that you can begin again. This time, you'll lay the bricks with the understanding of what can bring them down. Oh, so it's basically telling you exactly what the tower is and what the meaning is, but it's giving you hope. Exactly. It's actually trying to sugarcoat and be like, hey... Things suck, and things are gonna suck, but this is gonna pass, and it'll be okay. It's saying the same shit that my deck is saying but to less me. Blunt. It's just saying it's sweeter, just softer. And I really connected with that. I mean, you know me. You're a soft. I'm a soft. And obviously, like, the tower is basically, I don't want to say it's the worst card you can get, but it is, like, the scariest card for most people. And like oh, For that's... me, it's a lot of swords. Swords scare me. Swords are also not so bad. Also, I, I, I guess swords because I maybe I'm afraid of taking action. Mm. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe I like to be stagnant. It does talk about stuff like that. But so also uh, another few things that is a little bit different. Uh, first of all, the world in this deck is the universe. Mm. Um, and they also added two extra cards. There are bonus cards. What? The morning and the night. That just sounds like the moon and the sun, but you would already have those. Yeah, so there's already the moon and the sun. The morning, I can read these two to you. I doubt we're going to pull them. Although I do pull them quite often, but the likelihood of them showing up, we'll see. But I'll read these two to you. The morning. The morning greets you with dim light. This card reflects the chance to start over, the chance to rise into the day a little bit stronger than yesterday. Use the energy of the morning for beginnings, a new project, a new conversation, a new feeling. The night. The night comes when you need it most. It is, a, it is a place for you to sink into and escape. The long day is coming to an end, but the night allows you to extend it to draw the time out. While everyone else sleeps, you will work. Use the night to its fullest. The moon slows down the clock for you so that you may have the time you need to face the problems ahead. Sounds like my life. <laughs> so those are the bonus cards. So, but yeah, other than that, they have, uh, so they show the Celtic uh, cross reading mm-hmm. um, and they explain like, you know, like what each card is supposed to represent, um, which is great. This I love the booklet that comes. It's like a hardcover booklet, and I I love it. There's one reading. I'll explain it to you a little bit later. Um, and then there's also a reading called "Of What Does the Universe Dream?" And the way that you read this one, we're not going to do this today because I find it a little confusing of like mm-hmm. what exactly it's supposed to answer. But basically, what you do is you shuffle and then you turn the deck face up and you look for the universe or the world card and you read uh, the two before it and the two after it. And the first one is supposed to represent underlying history. The second is recent concerns. The third is obviously the universe. Four is immediate aims. And five is the long-term goal. So I find that one really interesting. I have yet to fully comprehend... Because like it says, this is a very simple but powerful spread, which is great to use when the querent has no specific query. You could use it as an opening reading from which you can explore a single card. I don't quite get that. Do you? Not really. Right? So I'll figure that out eventually. We're not going to worry about that. But for now, I want to start with just a simple past, present, future. However, there is a little spin on that as well. This deck recommends a either a past, present, future, and a fourth card for advice. 
or a positive negative result in that advice. I want to do a past, present, future in advice. Okay, yeah, that that that, that would be best. Yeah, let's let's go with that. So the way that I read is I like to wait for the cards to fall out and or yeet themselves at me. Sometimes if multiple cards fall out while I'm thinking of like, let's say like, oh, I'm reading for the past Mm -hmm. and two cards fall out. I will read both of those like together as the past, usually, unless I get the feeling that they're supposed to be read separately. Um, Usually I'll just read them together. So I'm going to do a little shuffle shuffle and I guess we'll cut to when they all fall out. All right, I have your spread. What I'm going to do, I want to take a picture of it for you just so you can look at it, uh, see what like the images look like. Yeet it at me. I shall yeet this at you. So allow me to dive into this. So your past is represented by the Ten of Cups. In this deck, the Ten of Cups is interesting. Harmony and bliss, happiness is here, but it may not look the way you expect. Don't seek an explosive joy. Instead, appreciate the peace and notice your satisfaction. These feelings are here to last. I would say that's probably more of a recent past mm-hmm. than like a general your whole life up until this point past. But I'd say like for the most part, the past like two years have been just like a very simple, contented happiness. I wouldn't say I've necessarily been satisfied, but I feel like my lack of satisfaction is satisfaction in and of itself. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I'll take it. Just being an artist and like that kind of mindset as a person Mm -hmm. is kind of like, I'm not satisfied with anything. But that feeling kind of drives me to become satisfied, which in and of itself is satisfaction, because if I was stagnant, I wouldn't be satisfied. Right, right. So your present is uh, represented by the Two of Cups, which is one of my favorite cards that I've gotten. Um, So this one, and I think I know exactly what this is referring to, but the Two of Cups Unity and balance. Your relationships and pursuit have found a beautiful connection to one another. Enjoy the harmony in your life. And I would say that's both in friendships and relationship. I like that for you. All right. As for your future, we have a combination that fell out. So I'm going to read them together. We have the chariot and the princess of torches. We're going to start with the chariot. The chariot comes racing into your life with a vision of victory. Step into the seat, grasp the reins, and close your eyes. You do not need to look where you are going. The direction in which you are headed should be guided by instinct. Be bold and trusting, and unafraid of speed. The canopy above you signifies the night, and yet night is all around you. It is unclear how many dreams you are in right now. You have a primal will as strong as the lions that pull you. In noticing their power, seek your own. It is right there with you, waiting to be used. And then the Princess of Torches, which is also wands, they just call it torches. Tenacious and independent, you are audacious and present, but you can be careless. You run hot enough that you can burn yourself out, but you bring good news and your flaws are what make you who you are. So that represents your future. I would say for that, so combined with the chariot, because the chariot has a lot to do with rushing into things, uh, being trusting, Mm -hmm. um, and feeling like your own like power and being okay with that but then uh the princess of torches sounds like you um you need to be careful to not like let that you know energy become careless energy yeah um and that but don't worry like even though you know you might become a little bit careless and you run a little hot that you can burn yourself out which sounds like you (laughs) regardless (laughs) Uh, regardless that you do bring good news with you in your future. 
and that your flaws make you who you are, which I think is a very cute sentiment. Yeah, I, I like these two together. And then lastly, we have the Queen of Cups. This is your advice card. Queen of Cups, wise and disconnected, you are the queen of the dreamy inner space. You are loving and kind and your wisdom floats around you. Be ready to help and share your dreams. And that is your past, present, future advice reading. That's interesting. So all in all, is that not one of the most positive readings you've ever gotten? Uh... <laughs> I mean, you can't deny it. It's just the way that this deck is built. Yeah, it's a, it's a very positive reading. I think I've given myself more positive readings, but that's a very positive one. So, I know you had a specific question. We'll get to that Mm -hmm. in one second. I think for that question specifically, we should use one of their own um, spreads. Okay. And it's called the Dream Path of the Spheres. Now, as I said before, this deck is all about dreams. And like, also, I think one or two of the cards talked about, you know, dreams and being dreamy and like this very floaty sort of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. allow me to read what this uh, spread is like kind of represents and what it's used for. Okay. Approach this spread as if it were a dream. The first card, the moon, is the doorway to sleep, so relax. Half close the eyes and breathe deeply and evenly as the card is selected. Let the mind drift as you choose the cards. Don't worry about which position you are selecting for as you draw. As the tarot reader, read the cards in a similar relaxed and loose way. Try to keep the barrier to the subconscious as thin as possible and let the dream flow. There are six cards uh, in this spread. The first is the moon, parting the veil. What do you know intuitively? The second is mercury, which represents lucidity. What can be controlled through clarity of thought? The third is Venus, which represents the bond. Where should compassion prevail? Fourth is the sun, revelation. What advice should be treasured upon waking? Five is Mars, the nightmare, where does conflict lie? And lastly, Jupiter represents wisdom, what truth is revealed. And that is the dream path of the spheres spread. And I've had a lot of success with this spread. All right, let's see what happens. So again, I'm going to let cards fall out in the order that they so choose. I'll lay them out. I'll take a picture for you. I might have to move some stuff around so you can actually see. So my question is actually a... I have found myself in a situation where the past has come back and somebody whom I have previously treasured quite a bit has come back to me and I'm not quite sure how to feel about the situation, so... I, I, of course, got Emma's advice, as she is very good at giving me advice in general, but I like to see what the cards say as well. So? So just this big change in my life that I was not expecting at all, just out of the blue, and I want to see what the cards say. (laughs) So I would summarize that as, like, if I pursue this friendship, where will it take me? Okay, well, we got two cards that fell out, and I will call that one, Parting of the Veil. So I love how I just I love this spread so much. So that's that. So that's what you know intuitively. What can be controlled through clarity of thought in terms of where this relationship could possibly take Arthur? Straight to hell. (laughs) What can be controlled through a clear mind? The cards are like, we're not going to eat anything at you. Arthur never has a clear mind. Rude. 
true, but rude. <laughs> Too many thoughts. Too many thoughts. Head somehow still empty. Head somehow still empty. <laughs> Somewhat smooth brain. Somewhat. There's a couple of wrinkles. There's at least one wrinkle. That is what can be controlled through clarity of thought. So third, the bond. Where should compassion prevail? I was doing this reading for Jan, and he was mm-hmm. talking about his life in terms of like, stagnation and wanting to move forward and not knowing how to do it and so for where can uh where should compassion prevail his card was actually uh it talked specifically about following your dreams so he had to be compassionate towards his dreams i'm pretty sure i've told him to do that (laughs) i know but it was just like i think that hit him in a way and i was like hell yeah i mean because i I give advice and then the cards give the same advice (laughs) At Jan, just fucking listen to me. <laughs> I'm accurate. I am the tarot. That's <laughs> oh, I was not ready. But we'll call that four. If you so choose to jump out at me. Major Arcana. Okay, no, uh-uh. Guys, careful, please. I don't have a lot of space to work with right now. When the Major Arcana just fucking go for your throat. <laughs> I didn't even get to ask that one. It just jumped out and I was like, all right, if you say so. So in that case. The opinions for me are very strong. The nightmare. Where does conflict lie? Oh, there's a lot of that. Ah, yes. The one card that I know for a fact is kind of negative. Perfect for the conflict. (laughs) Lovely. And lastly, what truth is revealed? At the end of this dream of Arthur pursuing this relationship, this friendship, allowing this person back into their life, at the end of this journey. Hmm. Okay. Sure. Alrighty. Well, all of the cards have muted themselves at me. You got two for the first one, but it's okay. This is just what you already know. So again, so the way- I know too much. Brainful. (laughs) (laughs) So representing the parting of the veil. Uh, the first two cards that fell out basically will represent what you know going into the situation, what you already know intuitively before the situation even truly begins. So we got the King of Cups to start. King of Cups, easygoing and unfocused, a placid dude, ready to have a good time. You have a true heart, but you lack focus. You are fair and far from militant. All you really want to do is watch the flowers grow. Now combine that with the second card the morning i said we probably weren't gonna pull it and then we did (laughs) (laughs) i knew we would you know it's funny i usually pull the night for me or every time i've done a reading (laughs) i don't usually pull the morning um so the morning greets you with a dim light this card reflects the chance to start over the chance to rise into the day a little bit stronger than yesterday use the energy of the morning for beginnings a new project a new conversation a new feeling reading these two together because again i would say like the king of cups on its own doesn't really fit super well but i think Mm -hmm. reading them together in terms of what you already know i think what this refers to is obviously like that you know that this would be a new beginning starting off you know that this is a chance to start over it's a new beginning a chance to re-experience something uh you also know that you're very easygoing and i think that that is influencing your decision and i think talking about you going into this dream into this uh pursuit of friendship and that it's basically just saying like you have a good heart it says you have a true heart but lack focus so again that represents what you already know do you Mm -hmm. think that that rings true yeah so that is how we start 
the dream. Moving forward, uh, lucidity. What can be controlled through clarity of thought? We have the hermit. Uh, being controlled through clarity of thought, lucidity is basically like if you were to approach the situation just as clear headed as possible, this is what you would be able to accomplish or control through the situation. The hermit beckons you to find space. Find a space for yourself, one that is vast enough to encompass the world that lives inside of you. Wisdom is there for you in empty rooms and open skies. Don't be afraid of solitude. The knowledge you will gain will make you a good teacher or even a good student. The cat at your feet is what has become of the lions. No longer do you require roaring creatures to pull you outside of yourself. You need something far more gentle and mysterious, a companion that will not ask you for too much. Look into the cat's eyes and you may begin to understand what you need to do. In terms of what you can control through clarity of thought, I think what this is saying is that if you are to keep a clear head throughout the situation, you'll be able to find space for yourself in this friendship. Hmm. That you'll be able to step away if things get to be too intense. Which I told you I would be able to. <laughs> exactly. So again, with a clear head, that is something that you should be able to accomplish. That is something you can control, is the fact that you can offer yourself solitude when necessary. I think that's what this is representing. Which is something I used to struggle with. Mm -hmm. So moving on, number three, the bond. Where should compassion prevail? For this one, you got the King of Pentacles. This is where compassion should prevail. King of Pentacles, practical and kind. You are as steady as an old tree. You give back and the world smiles upon you. Your wealth came to you through work and you are not afraid to share it. You are the stable one, but often lack in understanding the world beyond reality. In terms of where compassion lies, I would say that this uh, card is about giving back goodwill. And that's where your compassion should prevail, is not being afraid to give back. And that's where you should focus your compassion, is just reciprocating the goodwill that you've been given. And that is something that you should keep throughout this situation, is just remembering to reciprocate that. It doesn't necessarily mean with this person. Not necessarily. That could mean in your relationships outside of this person. This is just through the situation as a whole. I think overall, I've been a little bit recluse and not compassionately giving in anything. And that doesn't, I mean, obviously, pentacles often, uh, you know, symbolize like financial gain. It doesn't necessarily have to be money. It could be emotion. Well, you know that we... Uh that tarot readers often wind up pulling the same card and that winds up being their card. Mm -hmm. I pull the King of Pentacles a lot. So and oh, decided ooh, that's mine. Ooh, wait, looking at it that way, okay, I just got a feeling. Not a physical feeling, an emotional feeling. I'm not that cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe what this is also saying, if the King of Pentacles represents you, I think it means that you're supposed to be reciprocating that compassion towards yourself. Uh, redefine that. We talked about that this card right now represents giving back, reciprocating the goodwill that you've been given. And if the King of Pentacles is your card, and you think that this card represents you in a way just because you've drawn it so many times, maybe the goodwill that you've been receiving from the people around you, that love that you've been feeling... You need to put that love towards yourself, as in you need to give yourself the same compassion that other people give you. Basically saying, like, me going, hey, Arthur, I love you. And then after that, you going, hey, Arthur, I love me. <laughs> does that make sense? Yeah, it does. 
I'm just always like, how do I show compassion to myself? Which I guess is a problem I should probably fix. And in terms of your question, (laughs) compassion. So again, the card represents where should compassion prevail? As in, where does compassion need to lie throughout the situation? And I think what this is saying is throughout the situation, you need to remain compassionate towards yourself. That's what I would guess. So in all of this, whoever this person turns out to be in your life, you need to remain compassionate towards you and put your best interest at heart, but in a compassionate way, not in not out of fear. That's the feeling I get. That's I I can agree with that pretty heavily. So okay, so let's move on. So uh, the fourth card, the Sun Revelation. What advice should be treasured upon waking? This one we got uh, Major Arcana yet again. It is the Devil. Um, so- hey. <laughs> So again, this is what advice should be treasured. And I do think the devil card in this deck gives really good advice. So the devil surrounds you like a gilded cage. The night rests around you and your mind is firmly planted in the material world. But the cage has a door that is unlocked and this night will soon come to an end. Right now, you are only seeing half the story. Your desires right now tempt an unfinished version of yourself. Wealth, ego, and sex all draw you in. Try to understand why you want these things and what they will give you. In these questions, secrets will be uncovered. Hmm. What this card is telling you to do, what advice should you treasure upon waking from this dream, is that you need to ask yourself why you want this friendship before entering it. What do you want out of this friendship? And remembering not to pursue it out of a need, but out of a want. What I want is to kind of change the negativity and the wilting flowers in that relationship that were there in the past into something more bright and positive than it was when it ended. So rather, so again, so asking yourself these questions of like, what do you want out of this friendship? And again, so it says, try to understand why you want all these things and what they will give you. So when it says like wealth, ego, and sex, I'll draw you in, I think replace that with friendship. Friendship draws you in. Try to understand why you want it from this person specifically. That's how I would interpret that. I think the circumstances are what drew us apart and that they're not actually a bad person, which is something I can't say about a lot of people that I cut off. (laughs) Fair. (laughs) So I'm kind of just like, yeah, I'd like to take that little field of flowers that we literally set fire to and maybe just try and make something new out of it. Would you like to hear about your nightmare? Yeah, sure. I have so many already. (laughs) Where does the conflict lie? And I think this card really encompasses the nightmare as a whole. Like when it fell out and I saw it, I was like, oh, this card might actually be like one of the more negative cards out of the deck. I can see that. You got the Nine of Swords. This is a fun one. Your nightmare. Anguish and regret. You are stuck in a deep pit of unhappiness. The anxiety you feel has become your only companion. It will not be easy to free yourself. That is your fear. This to say, when it says the conflict, the nightmare, I don't believe the nightmare to have been something that happened to you. I believe it's more of just like this fear that you have within yourself that you need to confront. Because usually when you have a nightmare, it's because of something that, you know, that your brain is sort of reevaluating in this unconscious state. And I think I wish it could stop reevaluating things because it does that so much. Have you noticed that? So <laughs> this nightmare, the Nine of Swords, is how your brain has reevaluated to help you process, you know, what you've gone through. 
And I think this idea of like, it will not be easy to free yourself. Your anguish is your only companion. That's your fear. At the end of the day, you're afraid that you are not worthy of love. And I think that is something that you've held on to. I don't like this call out post and I'm suing you. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to finish up the dream? I mean, we have to finish the dream. (laughs) What truth is revealed? Wisdom. You got two cards for this one and they're both pentacles. Now, I think reading them together is very, very important. Just one of these on their own, I don't think would have worked. Like looking at them together, at first I wasn't so sure, but now that I'm sort of remembering what these two cards represent, because I've gotten them a few times, mm-hmm. it, it, I think it's definitely, they definitely need to be read together for sure. Give me my truth. The first one is the five of pentacles. So again, this is what truth is revealed. This is a truth. Uh, and again, right, so reading this one, I think it's less the first line and more so the end of it. Um, Because again, reading these together. So anyway, but don't be afraid of this first line. But basically, misfortune is near. Watch your financial interests uh, and search in your life for the root cause of your struggle. I think that's the part of this that matters. Search in your life for the root cause of your struggle. And then you read that together with the Nine of Pentacles. Stability and abundance. You have reached a rich plateau. Worry not for money. Look out from your perch and enjoy your dominion. And that's why I think these two cards are meant to be read together in this situation. I don't think you need to worry about misfortune. I think what it wanted you to know, because there's, I don't really think there's any other card in this deck that talks about finding the root cause of a problem. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why these two cards fell out together. Because it wanted you to, to hear about, you know, that you need to search for that root cause, but it doesn't want you to think this is about money. You're fine. So overall... What would it be telling me for the truth that is revealed there? The truth that is revealed is that you need to search in your life for the root cause of your struggle. And I guess what that means... Not a financial struggle. Not a financial. This is definitely talking emotion. All of this is so emotionally heavy. I think what this is referring to is obviously you've had a lot of emotional struggles. Everybody has their own emotional struggles. In order for you to have this relationship be successful, whether that means that you two become very good friends or you walk away from the relationship feeling okay, I think either of those are positive outcomes. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, the truth is, is that all of the feelings that have come into this, all of the negative feelings, uh, the stuff that the nightmare brings up, the Nine of Swords and the anguish and not being able to free yourself, which is also something the devil talked about, about being in a cage and that, you know, the door is right there. You can leave at any time. I think the, the Five of Pentacles is basically saying of all of that anguish, you need to really figure out where the core of that anguish lays and really define that and separate it. All of the anguish, all of the fear, all of the trust issues that you've had in the past, you need to be able to compartmentalize that and push it aside and understand this is where it came from. This is not what's currently happening. I am safe. Everything is going to be okay one way or another. I need to take that issue, figure out where it came from, and just quietly put it off to the side. The devil coming up in terms of, you know, the takeaway, uh, in terms of the advice that's given when you wake up. If we look back at the devil, I think that'll help you understand how you're supposed to root out this issue. So let's give the devil one more read. The devil surrounds you like a gilded cage. And again, that brings back that whole like, you can't free yourself from the nightmare. The night rests around you and your mind is firmly planted in the material world. And I think the material world 
relates, because again, this is all about dreams. I think this is saying uh, the material world is like your past, what you've been through, what you've known to be true, and you're not really able to look beyond that. Um, and then it goes on to say, but the cage has a door that is unlocked, and this night will soon come to an end. Right now, you are only seeing half the story. Your desires right now tempt an unfinished version of yourself. Wealth, ego, and sex all draw you in. And again, I would replace that with friendship. Try to understand why you want these things and what they will give you. In these questions, secrets will be revealed. So in order to find the root cause of your anguish, you need to ask yourself why you've wanted things in the past, why you've sought after them, what they had given you, what you wish you could have gotten out of them. And I think that is how you will free yourself from this cage. And the cage, I think, represents that anguish, which is primarily manifests in, you know, your trust issues and things along those lines. And again, throughout all of this, while you're exploring your anguish and asking yourself all of these questions, compassion towards yourself needs to prevail. Okay. I love this deck. I thought you were going to add on to that. No, I just so love I was, this deck. I was, you, like, you said it kind of like, I love this deck. No, that's it. That's the full and thought. And the inflection was like, <laughs> I'm going to continue speaking. And I was like, okay, I will stay silent. Yeah, no, so, no. That's the full thought. <laughs> head slightly empty. <laughs> but I mean, so obviously a lot of that reading was off the book. I did a lot of so. More like, you know, as like the tarot reader, there's a lot of your own intuition that goes into the reading. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've just like, I've known that just from like all of the stuff that I've watched and interacting with you and you telling me, you know, like how to do a proper tarot reading. And so I know that like some of it goes off the book a little bit. So in terms of validity of tarot as a whole, I mean, to me, the things that really like stand out to me are like the Nine of Swords being the nightmare, being about anguish. Um, and the fact that that came up as the nightmare, you know, and not as where compassion should prevail. It came up specifically as the nightmare, like things like that. And again, I just let cards fall out. I don't yeah. think I'm magical enough to feel some kind of spark like you talk about when you're picking cards. I don't get that. And You've st- felt a spark before, but not. it's not strong enough for you to like. There's a little bit, like there are times when like, cards will fall and I'll be like that that means nothing but then there are times where cards will fall and I'm like oh okay sure I hear you so I mean like there is a little bit of personal intuition that I guess goes into like choosing you know like if I drop five cards I highly doubt that's what I was supposed to do for one for your past here's five cards but I I mean (laughs) you have five pasts Again, if I'm looking at all of this, completely suspending disbelief. And I will say that, like, I've had a lot of really good experiences doing my own tarot, like, this past month. So, again, as I've said in the past, tarot was probably my favorite in terms of, like, kind of pushing me towards belief versus disbelief. I'm still in the process. I'm not there yet. But, you know, readings like this that I feel really resonate, you know, help to solidify that. But going to take more than a month (laughs) to truly convince me but so far kind of a conduit of like here is some advice they're not like solidified this is happening yeah this will happen it's advice to try and get you to the proper location or away from 
what it's warning you about. Um, well, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed my little tarot reading for Arthur. Uh, we might do this again the same way, you know, once in a while Arthur will do a reading for me. I think this might be interesting. Uh, who knows? Maybe we'll bring someone else on. We'll both do a reading and see how it differs. I think that mm. could be really cool. But, that could be interesting. Uh, on that note, stay spooky, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>